Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. Welcome back to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. I'm here with Nicole Naples. Welcome, Nicole. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. Nicole is the founder of The Girl Link. And Nicole, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and um, and then we'll jump into The Girl Link. But first, tell us who you are. Okay. Um, I am from originally northeastern Pennsylvania and my husband's job out of college we went to Penn State. <laughs> Go Lions. Yay. Lots we, of Penn State fans. Yes, I know. I'm sure. Um, took us out here with his job. And I decided once we started to um, have a family to stay home and just started to personal train my degrees in um, kinesiology and uh, stayed home, personal train, built a gym in my home. And now um, I'm out. The kids are a little bit older working outside of the house as well as inside the house, created the girl link. Um, I have two children, Anthony, 15 and a half, Gianna, um, 13 and a half. And my husband and I have been together since we were in eighth grade. Wow. Yeah. So that's a long time. And we still like each other. That's uh, that's an amazing most accomplishment. Days. Not yeah. all day, every day. That's okay. But that's real but, life. That's real life. But so but that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's it. We live here in Gainesville, Virginia. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, we met because we were at um, an event and I found out you created this company. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what you'd call it. Um, the Girl Link. And mm-hmm. I was so intrigued by it because we started talking and our missions were very similar, which was wanting people to feel connected and less alone. Mm-hmm. And your target market is mothers and daughters. Right. So tell us about the Girl Link. How, what okay. is that all? Well, that actually happened by accident. So I had been about three years ago, I had been um, wanting to create, as the kids were getting older, I wanted to branch out and do something else. I was always an entrepreneur, um, wanted to own my own business, which I did at home, personal training, but I wanted something different. I wanted it to grow. Mm-hmm. So about three years ago, I was looking to create an online fitness brand, Um and about three years ago, I started doing live videos with my daughter to include children. And that backfired because, <laughs> because, because she had this, um, she hid these, this junk food in our house ah. and it was live. And it evolved over the last three years of asking Gianna questions. Wow. Um, so eventually this evolved into meetings and things like that. Um, it goes a lot deeper, but we started calling it Girl Code Inc. Um, and then last September, we changed the name to The Girl Link. And it's just a community of moms or women mm-hmm. raising teens, raising female teens, bridging the gap in communication, talking about the awkward stuff. And what we found over the past three years was that when Gianna was vulnerable and shared and didn't have a filter and was hysterical, it broke down walls and barriers for other moms and daughters. And it gave them the time to, um, it gave them an opportunity to say, Hey, are you struggling with that too? Or does that happen to you? So that is just where this has kind of evolved, where it's kind of, I'll ask Gianna questions now, um, maybe about, healthy relationships or human trafficking or teenage stress. Mm -hmm. And she just lays it out there 
outs me in public mm. and I have to show other moms. By that, I'm showing other moms like, mm. yeah, it's not good either. I'm causing stress on my daughter. I do this as well. We both need this. Mm-hmm. And it kind of opens up doors on the other end of the phone, iPad, whoever's watching, yeah, and allows them to have those conversations as well. I love that. And it's funny because I just listened to um, the episode that came out, which is where my sponsor interviewed me about the purpose of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I said over and over again about, you know, the whole when you're vulnerable and you tell your story, you give permission for other people mm-hmm. to live theirs. Yeah. And I feel like um, I love how you talked about when she was hiding the junk food. Yes. It's just such a classic mom moment where, where we're like, we're going to present this, um, not like calculated or curated exactly. White picket fence. Yeah, but like, yeah. oh, look at our, I'm this fitness, yeah. and here's my family, and we're so yeah. healthy. And then it's like, oh, we're crap. outed. <laughs> we're outed. But what a gift that is, though. Like, yeah. what a gift, because other people are struggling with it. And then if you didn't even know you guys were struggling with it, what a gift that it got brought out into the light and you guys could talk about it. Yeah. Like, isn't that what we want with our oh. spouses, kids, everyone? So that's what happened. It was two, I think it was this, we did a call um, on the Girl Link of healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. And we put questions in a fishbowl and Gianna picked one out and it was, um, what does coercion mean? And mm-hmm. she had to answer it. And she started answering it. And we were live. Mm-hmm. We were live. And she said, and she's 13 years old, so in a middle school. And I, you know, I said, do you know what this means? And she's like, no, I don't know what this means. And I said, okay, well, if I could coerce you to clean your room. And then she said, well, yeah, mom. I mean, if you were going to tell me that I can have something to clean my room. And I said, exactly. That's how dating is. And it can mm-hmm. go into unhealthy relationships. And right out, she said, well, I'm not going to lose my virginity if somebody coerces me. And literally, I want—I almost died. I almost died because it was live. And I'm like, here's my 13-year-old on Facebook Live. And she just said virginity. And that, that, that sucks. <laughs> no. And then she proceeds to say, I'm not just going to do it with somebody because they're going to give me a purse. or And literally, I wanted to die. Oh, yeah. But... Then I saw moms later on and they said, oh, I was able to ask my daughter that question. Yes, and I was like, exactly. oh, okay. But it's okay that she said virginity. <laughs> I, well, that's what's so funny is that like here we are, like you can tell we've crossed over into being old because we're like, oh yeah. my gosh, not my little girl. Right. But you know, that's what they're talking about at school. Totally. Like, and so they are talking, you know, they're, it breaks my heart, but there are, you know, people who have been coerced. And right. so if they see that happening, but they feel like they can't talk to us right. about it, then- that's heartbreaking too. So I know. Yeah. So thank you for having a space to do that. It's uncomfortable, but I see that it's working. Yeah. So I'm okay with like Gianna and I will be the voice or maybe not the voice, but the starting place. I don't know yeah. what I'm looking for. So that it allows other people to yes. To ask their daughters that question. Yep. You know, like the last one was stress. If and then she goes on and it's live and she's talking about how I I'm the one that creates her stress. So uh, I'm thinking we're going in and saying, how does school cause you stress? And she was like, no, it's you. Uh, <laughs> dang it. You know what? And I literally, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Please stop. Please so, stop. so glad you said that because I wanted to touch upon the thing. You and I, we had met for coffee after we first met. Mm-hmm. And it's just like we talked and talked because, like, our brain's melding of, like, yes, this, yeah, this. Right. And it was, what do you want? What do moms want to know? And you said, I ask moms you know, what they want their daughters Mm -hmm. to know. And you said it was confidence, right? right? Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about that because then I want to get to working on ourselves. Okay. 
Okay. So over the past, I guess, year, when this really started to present, when the girling presented itself, I didn't know that's what it was, but mm-hmm. it presented itself. Yeah. Um, I was diving in with my daughter because I didn't know how to help her. She was mm-hmm. struggling. Okay. And there was things going on with girls and things like that. And one of my good friends who is, who is, um, a doctor of psychology who always helps us and, um, she's a contributor to the girl link a lot. She would say, well, there's, there's confidence. There's confidence lacking there. And so that was my main goal in helping Gianna. Let me build her confidence, but I really didn't know how to, how to do it because yeah. I couldn't buy her a t-shirt and she wears confidence and she's got confidence or, and, and you don't tell like, it's like, yeah. you just tell them, be confident, right. be confident, right. well, walk with your head up high, be confident. Yeah. That, and I found myself saying that to Gianna exactly. the other day, like stand up straight, be confident. Well, it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not going to give her a cup which says confidence on it. And she drinks <laughs> yeah, it. Like exactly. It's not a mat. It's if not magic. not a magic pill. So I was looking for it, looking for it on how to help her. And then in the girl link, other moms were telling me, I want my girl to be confident. You know, I'd ask them, what do you want when you lay your head down at night for your daughter? And they'd say, well, I want my daughter to be confident. Well, over the past year, what I have found through personal experience Mm -hmm. um, is that when I gave Gianna education on a topic, she was able to be confident. Mm. So she was able to speak better on the topic. She was able to hold her head high and be confident on something. So when I brought in experts and said, okay, let's discuss how your relationship is with this girl mm-hmm. and you're going through these text messages and whether it's bullying or this or boys, and we taught her about the psychology of it or how to have those conversations, this is the way you have a healthy conversation, then she was able to be confident and send the, either the text messages back or have those conversations in school. And she was confident. We didn't sweep it under the rug. Amen. Right. Because a lot of times I know I might go off on a tangent, but a lot of times, girl, we, it's good. Yeah. You go. So this a is lot good. of, a lot of times moms will say, and this is what happened with Gianna. Oh, just stay away from them. Okay. But, but we don't know. Our girl's no perfect either. I mean, I'll look at Gianna and say, you're no 10. Like yeah. you're not perfect. Mm-mm. So she has to look at herself as well. But we always say, oh, just stay away from that. When what the girl link does is say, no, let's open it up. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's find solutions to it so we can move on. And when we started doing that with Gianna, it was a different person yes. in a year. Like oh, I love that. Yeah, we sat down at the kitchen table the other day. I said, look, I know you like get sick of me talking about the girl link and the girl link and the girl link. But Think of who you were last year and the conversations you can handle this year. And she said, Mm -hmm. mom, it's helped. Like, she can, if there's drama or whatever, she now has the tools and strategies to do X, Y, and Z. Not all the time. Of course not. And I'm learning too. I was going to say, yeah, we still are learning too. Oh my God. When these experts come in, I learn as well. Of course. I love, um, so for me, kind of a triggering thing that I've heard that kind of just, is we got over it. That just boils my blood. Mm-hmm. And so I realized it's because it's like, for me, that just, it's that visualization or whatever of just sweeping it under the rug. Like, right. it's rather than working through it. Right. So for me, like working through it is such a healthier way to look at it. Yeah. Because I don't want to just, just get over things. But, I want to work through and it. And that's hard. Very, very. Because what we talked about working through it is then we've got to say, okay, I can't help her because 
I don't know how to do it. So now I need help as well. And that is like, I feel the key. And this is where even if people, if you're still listening and you're not a parent, um, this I feel like is the key because what I've found with almost every problem that I've sought advice over is it always comes down to me. Right. Like working out my own. Right. Right. Don't want to curse because, you know, hopefully if the daughters are listening to this too, but it's working out your own stuff. And that's why when we met for coffee, I was just like, you know, oh my gosh, yes, everything you're saying, which was I had to work out my own stuff so that I could confidently talk to her. Right. And so it's like, okay, if we're having trouble, what are we having trouble for? So what do we need to go get help about? Whether that's therapy, talking to friends about it, right. leaning into awesome organizations like yours. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like that's the reality that I hated hearing when I was struggling with some stuff with my daughter, like just when she was, mm-hmm. well, even now, just, you know, girls, like regular mm-hmm. stuff, anxiety, mm-hmm. things like, well, anxiety is across the board, but, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember I heard from a few different people, well, you need to work on you because it's rubbing off on her. And right. I, I hated hearing that because uh. I felt like I'm trying so hard to well, not you gotta do that. open that back up again and that's hard. Yeah. But what's beautiful about this is that we're doing it together alongside. Yes. So like when Gianna will say, Well, mom, you said this, I'm like, I know, honey, but I'm learning with you too. And you're being vulnerable. Isn't that the key yeah. to all of this? It's that vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. That's great. It's a it's a lot, it's not easy. No. No. It's not easy because no. you're showing you're showing what we think is weakness, but I think it's strength. Exactly. Well, that's, I think the more you lean into vulnerability, I mean, thank yeah. goodness for Brene Brown with right. all she's doing, right. um, is that it is. It's the strength in the vulnerability, yeah. and that's the change. And that's, I think, the gift we can give our daughters, but our kids, too, because yeah. I mean, this stuff is all, I think, universal for our sons, too. You know, I don't think... Totally. I think that, you know, with your niche, it's yep. the mother-daughter, but this is stuff that... Oh. The more vulnerable we are with our kids, actually, our son the other day said, I think it was about shoplifting. I can't remember, but something came up about stealing. And he said, you know, I'm not going to steal. That's bad or something. And he goes something like, I'm never going to do that. And like, we're a good family. And I mean, I appreciated his sweet little child brain of just, you know, thinking of us as good and everything. But it also kind of broke my heart because I was like, I don't want him to think that we are perfect or that we are beyond mistakes or in a like a a faith world like sin and things like that. Like good people do bad things or right. good people do things that we don't right. understand. Totally. And it all comes back to like yeah. our inner stuff. Yeah. So it's like, how can we age appropriately with him right now? Right. Kind of teach that. And so kind of try to lay the basis of that. Like, hey, we all have struggles. Yeah. And I think the more And they're never going to go away. Exactly. Yeah. We had the conversation in the car with, G- you know, Gianna. We talked in middle school. Yeah. So it's friends. And, I'm, and you know, we're talking, you're going to have your ups and downs. And I try and tell her from my mistakes, you know, what I did with friends and, you know, try to teach them. But there's ups and downs and that's not going away. Nope. I mean. There. No, that's so good. I yeah. um, I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast, but it's appropriate for everything we've talked about is a, a life learning lesson for me, uh, you know, a poignant moment in my life that I hadn't even thought about. It made an impact, but I forgot about it mm-hmm. until my mom reminded me a few years, which was when I was in second grade. We moved schools in Germany. And so when you move through the middle of the year, everyone's new in military mm-hmm. schools. But when it's in the <laughs> middle of the year, it's like extra special, mm-hmm. you know, because you're brand, brand new. And I guess I was having an issue in the class and, you know, people wanted to hang out with me and me not wanting, you know, hanging out with this one. And then this one got mad at me because I was hanging out with mm-hmm. her and I was feeling all this stress. And my mm-hmm. mom said, I came home and I was crying about the friend situation. And I finally said to her something like, 
well, I'm just going to go talk to Mrs. So-and-so, the school counselor, because this is her job to deal with this. And I went and talked to her. And thank goodness I was so young and naive because had I been older, I'm sure the social pressures, whatever, would have kept me from doing this. But she said, you need to go to class, tell them how you feel, and talk about it. And so I don't do do that. And that's the thing. I remember her bringing me back. And of course, like, yes, I know. I like talking. I like the spotlight at times. But still, like... That was really scary, but I guess I was too dumb, like not dumb, a good dumb, like too naive, you know, too young. They, they yeah, say things like you're young and dumb. And so yeah. thank goodness it's like, I. but I rem- I do remember getting up there and saying, I feel, when you do this, I, I feel, feel what I blah, need blah, is. Blah, blah. And it's like, I and I think that I learned, thankfully, I mean, I screwed up many, many times, yeah. but that's one of those things like, why am I so open with stuff? Why do I? Oh, my mom's like, because in second grade, you knew you needed to go talk to someone yeah. and then deal with it. And I'm like, oh, dang, like, that's it's crazy. so huge. I'm just learning that now. Like so at 43, crazy. we're just, I'm just learning how to do that. Yeah. But I'm only learning it because I didn't have it and I didn't know how to teach it to my daughter. And I, we had this conversation on the way to school today. I drove her. That's a little tip that I do every now and then is I think it's a tip. It's a strategy is every now and then when I'm feeling a little disconnected, I'm like, oh, you want me to drive you to school today? Yeah. Yeah. So the car is always that good place to talk because so it's good. no eye contact. Yeah. And then she's like, can we go through Chick-fil-A? And I was like, oh, why do you always have to take it further? Ugh, but she's like, I have me. a gift card. I'm like, okay, so we'll go. But Chick-fil-A always opens kids up, right? Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah so thanks, I said, so we, so we stopped. And I don't know if we're allowed to say Chick-fil-A. Sure, why not? Anyway, yeah. so we stopped at I Chick-fil-A. I mean, we can give them free advertising. It's right? fine. Yeah, They're, you we're know. very good customers there. Yeah. So we um, got the Chick-fil-A. She got her sandwich or whatever, and we're on the way to school. And, you know, it just opens them up. That's awesome. So, you know, sometimes sometimes it's nice to, to take them in and they share a lot more yeah. information with you. But what was I going to say? Oh, we were talking about, um, oh, generations. Yeah. And we were just talking about, she's like, well, why didn't so-and-so tell me this earlier? We had something going on in our family. And, you know, why did you wait two months to tell me blah, blah, blah? And I said, look, you have to understand, we came from a generation of children are seen and not heard. You brush everything under the rug. You wait for the other shoe to drop. I said, we are changing the pattern. We're stopping it and yes. writing a new ending. So you you are experiencing this alongside of us. We're all learning. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make mistakes tons of times. This is all new. Whereas you're growing up where you now just talk about everything. You and Anthony are taught that. Mm-hmm. We weren't taught that. And my parents are fabulous, but it's just the generation. Yeah, it's just the differences. And we're all doing the best we can. That's what I keep remembering. Right. Like we're all doing the best we can. And I will say it's one of those things that for me, okay, yeah, I learned this and I did this, but I'm having to learn almost the opposite, that not everyone says everything that's on their brain. Oh, I know. So I have have to learn how to not Mm. overshare, how to respect other people that don't want to share. Yeah. And I was just talking to my friend um, this weekend, and she's she's a therapist because a lot of my friends are therapists. Yeah. Um, Best friends to have. Heck, yes. Um, That's why I joke like I'm a (laughs) big believer. I save a ton of money. Exactly. (laughs) And they deserve to be paid, but I'm just, you know, that's how I've gotten through so much therapy (laughs) for 20 years. Um, But she said, like I was talking to her about wanting to communicate about stuff, and she said lovingly, like, Sam – not everyone wants to share there. No. You know, not everyone is capable. That's the right. other thing is that depending on what's happened in our lives and things like that, especially if we have trauma or things like that, you can't just 
talk about it all right. the time or freely. And so mm-hmm. I kind of needed that reminder that, yes, communicating is important and good, but what that actually looks like is different to everybody. And that kind of gets me back to why I really like what you're doing with the girl link, mm-hmm. because if you listen to something like us talking, which is like, okay, we got to talk to our daughters and have the, have the awkward yeah. conversations. Well, if you just blurt out like, so what are you guys talking about with sex at school? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, like yeah. your daughter might shut down and never want to talk to you right. again. And so I like how you're kind of not only showing the way, yeah. but you're bringing in experts mm-hmm. and having them kind of listen in to start the conversation. Because yeah. that's what I've said with the podcast is that, you know, I don't have a niche other than just talking to people mm-hmm. and that, you know, this isn't therapy. It's not, you know, we're not any sort of professionals. Could be. But yeah, uh, right? well, that's why I say it's the unofficial <laughs> kind, you know, because it's the whole point is just to kind of get your brain turning and get get those conversations sparked, you know? Yeah. So. You know, what's really cool is the last, I keep on talking about, because so much good stuff has happened and it just keeps evolving. So I just wanted to share with this because you sparked a thought of what yeah. we did last month. So this expert brought in about healthy relationships, right? And I didn't even think of doing this, but now I'm going to have all my expert speakers do this at the end of their um, their presentation is at the end, they have, quote unquote, homework. Mm. So at the end of healthy relationships, they had number one, okay, girls, go back to the slider or, or identify qualities that you want in a healthy relationship. Identify three to 10 qualities that you want in a relationship. Okay. And why shouldn't we be doing this? Because it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like a romantic relationship. It could be a friendship, right? What do you want in a healthy relationship? Relationship can mean so many different things. Could be with your mother. Yeah. It could be with your, your dad. It could be with your sibling. Yeah. And then she had, um, I thought this was so good. And then mom, what do you want for your girl? Identify Mm. what qualities and characteristics you want for your girl. Then number three, set a time and share it together. Talk about it. Oh, oh, golly. Right? Yes. So I am guilty. I didn't do this yet, but we are doing it as a family. Like you were saying, my son, I'm yeah. not, and we're going to do it to get, like all four of us are going to do it. Yeah. So that my husband has input for my son and my daughter. Like, you know, my husband can say to my daughter what he expects mm-hmm. in a healthy relationship or what he wants for his daughter yeah. or what he wants for his son. Yeah. Isn't it good stuff? I love that. And it just forces us to not only project the things we want, but then look inside. Yeah. Yeah. And say, you know, I don't want someone that, you know, snapped at you for stuff. Well, how often do I snap about stuff? So it's like, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that look like? Exactly. You know, to really break things down. Yeah. And what are your non negotiables? Mm hmm. You know? Do you even have non-negotiables? Yeah. And then I I put on our little homework page. I added it like, mom, share with them what your non-negotiables are. Mm. But that might be hard for some because like we said, the mamas have to be vulnerable. And that's not easy. I was in years of therapy. Yes. So it took me years to get to this point where I'm okay with saying this, you know, this is me. So I'm going to ask you a question oh, then. Oh, Lord. Okay. Oh, God. Um, I'll try. She's I, pointing at I'll me. I'll be What's... gentle. Okay, I'll be ahead. gentle. Okay, go ahead. So what – okay, so you don't have to share the exact thing because, you know, private – you know, we talk a lot about what's appropriate yeah. to share publicly. But what – so not necessarily what sparked the going into therapy, but what gave you that heart to want to do it? Because I know I talk a lot of here about – talk, you know, my kind of feel like the mission that I'm really finding is 
sharing your mm-hmm. stuff. Like we're all broken. And so sharing mm-hmm. with the right people, it's not meant to always be on a podcast. Mm-hmm. You have to, a therapist, a good friend and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you obviously were carrying around stuff because we mm-hmm. all are. That's mm-hmm. the secret. We're yeah. all broken. We mm-hmm. all have stuff. And so what was kind of that push to say, okay, I really want to work on me. So not necessarily what okay. got you there, like the so personal we had, um We had, and just to protect the integrity of some family yeah, relationships. And that's what I mean, not even yeah. the personal so side. So I don't like mind internal. sharing, but yeah. Well, this, yeah. well, what happened was I can remember the morning that I woke up and I was laying in bed and we were in our new house. It's not new anymore. It's five years. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, and we were, I was going through some stuff and it was, it was, it was bad. It was dark. It was ugly. Um, thank God for my husband. Yeah. Cause I don't know if I would have gotten through it alone. Um, it was, there was a lot of, it was a lot of struggle. Stuff, yeah. And I remember waking up and I looked at my husband and I said, I need to go to therapy. And he was like, are you sure? And I said, yeah, I, I need, I need something different. And it had to do with like family stuff mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. whether my siblings or other people wanted to go or whatever, I, yeah. I didn't it's, care. Yeah. You don't. I was like, I needed to do this for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And then um, I was kind of ignorant when I looked online, but I was so grateful that I found her. Mm-hmm. I needed to find someone that I related to. Of course. Yep. And she um, it looked like she was Italian and from New Jersey. <laughs> so you were like, yes. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> <laughs> Called her up and it was the best thing I ever did because then when I was having struggles with my marriage, I was mm-hmm. like, we got to go see her. We got to yep. go see her. And my husband enjoyed going and it was just it just helped on so many different level levels. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was, that was the start. I mean, I didn't realize, but I guess that was the start of the girl link, I guess, yeah. seven, eight years ago. Yeah, definitely. You know, bec- and that's vulnerability. That was the hardest thing I've ever done was therapy because then I had to look at myself <sighs> yes. and open up wounds yes, and deal with those. Yes. And that's not good. It's so good, but it's so hard and it so feels hard. bad. Right, it feels, right, right, right. No, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It feels so wrong. It feels like this is gone. We're over it. Right. We got over it. But we're not. Exactly. Yeah. And it keeps manifesting. And in that's other ways. what it was like in the generation, like the things that happened, like it was like, oh, well, you know, you didn't talk about it. So now I'm writing a new ending. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that in this house. We say breaking the chains. It's yeah. we're breaking the chains. We're cre- And we're creating the links. Oh, so good. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that so perfect? Yeah. We are breaking the chain, breaking the old chains and creating new links. New links. And those links are whatever those gaps are in communication that you're missing, you know, that or that you're struggling to have and you don't know how to do it. Then you you listen to Gianna and her silliness. And there it is. That's awesome. And there it is. So. If that answered your no, question. No, I love it. So because kind of what I heard that I feel like is a common theme from people I've talked to, I've I've experienced myself, is that I think sometimes when you hit that wall and you don't know what else to do, yeah, I feel like therapy is kind of the next step. Oh my God. Like, how about this? And then when you start it. And how about when you start to do that? I think we're getting away from the girl link, but that's no, okay. This is okay. This is this but, is the girl link. Right. This is talking but, about the stuff. And when you start to do that, mm-hmm. do you notice that when you start to make changes and healthy choices that other people have to shift and change and they don't want to shift and change. So then they have to leave like 
there's the move that yes. needs to make. So then you find yourself, and I find myself now since the girling started, I don't have the same mama friends that I did have. Oh, yeah. And it's not because I had arguments. It's because... You're starting, you want to talk about stuff that if yeah. other people don't want to, it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I've realized over the year, the progression of friendships and has evolved and changed. And that's been drastic since therapy. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, ooh, who, you know, where, you are the people you keep, right? Yeah. A great analogy. Our pa- Well, no, I can't. I don't want to give my pastor totally credit because he not, – not credit in a bad way. I don't know if he wants to be associated with this. Yeah. Um, but my friend and I talk a lot about this is that when you're in a certain type of system, if it's a family system or, you know, like just kind of right. your life, it's like it can be – it can be like being in a barn full of – we'll just say manure. Okay. And when you're in that barn and you're surrounded by all that – that's what you smell and right. you get used to it. Right. You don't know. But when you get out of it, you smell it and you yeah. can't get back in. Right. Why I can't do that. And oh. I think that when you start dealing with your stuff, it gets hard to listen to people that are talking about stuff. And it's like you want to kind of point them like, hey, right. can you go? But you they know? don't want to see that. Exactly. And yeah. that's hard. And so, yeah, I just. And that's where I'm struggling. I think it's going to be difficult with the girl link because mm-hmm. a lot of people have to look at that and they either go, yes. Mm-hmm. Where they go, ooh, no. But remember before we started, I think you were still recording, was that we were talking about um, the gentleman who was coming on to speak yeah. and making aware. Yeah. I think therapy brings that out. I think now we're just so much more aware because I can identify. Yes. Like I'll look at my husband and I'm like, oh, he's like, how do you know? I'm like, you're just very aware. Yes. You know, just because of whether it was trauma you experienced or whatever and therapy and you're just very aware, very yes. aware. I, so we, um, what we were talking about just to loop everyone in is, um, a, a future guest that's going to be on in the next couple of months. He's a situational awareness person. And so he talks about how to listen to basically like our instincts when we feel uncomfortable in a situation. And we talked about how it's, a, it's the awareness of it. And so I love how you tied that in because with therapy, when you're aware of your own yeah. stuff, I think, and that is the quicker we can get our kids, you know, and especially our daughters, so much of people's stuff is mm-hmm. not about you. Right. It's like 99.9% right. about them. Right. And, but we carry everyone's stuff. And, you know, that we talked, um, cause I just listened to the episode about me, about being a people pleaser and whatnot. And that it's that, you know, oh, I don't want to let them down and things like that. But if someone's let down, as long as it's nothing not malicious on my part, like, that's their own thing. Right. Because I can't fill every need right. for everyone. Don't own it. Yeah. You can't own it. Yes. Yeah. But then at the same token, I also want my daughter not to be, um, what's the word? I want her to feel everything. Yeah. Oh, I want her. Ooh, 100%. So, right. Yeah. So it's like a catch-22. Yep. You know, you also, because the other, I was also telling her too, the other day, you know, when you were, when she was dealing with friends and she's like, oh, this is annoying. I said, don't. What I used to do is when I was annoyed, Gianna, with people, I would cut them out. And mm. I said, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. And sometimes totally. you bug the crap out of people. <laughs> and Guilty. I bug, yeah, and yeah. I bug the crap out of people. So yeah. you have to take their... They're, what's beautiful in them and, and what struggles in them. And you, you're going to have your ups and downs. And it's also, why are they bugging me? Because it's something in me yeah. that it's bugging. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it goes back. There's a woman, um, she has a book. It's a neuroscience. She's a neuroscientist down in UVA. And I went to her book signing 
And she teaches. Oh, sorry. The, oh, it's okay. <laughs> she teaches the neuroscience or whatever of teaching our kids empathy. Mm. And that, that's something you can actually teach empathy. them. Yeah. And I thought that was crazy because you kind of hear empathy sounds like a trait, like that people are either empathetic or they're not. Right. But she and you would hope that your children are empathetic. Yeah. But, you would hope that you're empathetic. But exactly. How do you know if you are in it? She talks about feelings, that the way one way you you teach it is you talk about feelings when they're, I mean, sure, all ages. And so that's the thing. Do you think about people's feelings? Do you talk about their yeah. feelings? Do you talk about your feelings? That's the oh, thing. Like, that's why I'm laughing. I'm like, my kids are like, all right, mom, we know how you feel. Enough with the feelings. <laughs> I know. I feel like we're swinging the pendulum. It's one of those things like when you're out of the barn yeah. and you're like, it smells like crap in there. You want yeah. to tell everyone, but it's like, okay, slow your roll, right. simmer down. Yes. You can't, like, that's the thing is you hear, you get motivated. Like, I'm going to talk to my daughter. I want to have this open yeah. and honest conversation. Yeah. But you need to do it at their pace. And that's why I loved what you said about the car ride. I know for my kids, especially my daughter, and I'm saying this on record so that I can listen to this in the future and remind myself, it's that bedtime talk yes. that's so important. We call it pillow talk. Yes. Yes. Because that's when I'm done for and the day. When, and know. I'm like, I do not want to go lay with you because I'm but too tired. But that's when they want to talk. Exactly. I know. So we'll be in we'll be in bed at light nighttime and um, we try and go to bed. And now that they're older, they like make it to bed a little bit later, but yeah. we're yelling from like the pillow, like, get to bed, get to bed, get to bed, get to bed. Are you in bed? Are you in bed? So wait, it doesn't get easier. Dang no. it! I'm so then Anthony behind. always has his you know routine of like we're laying in bed and then you hear my husband go, "Don't come in here! Don't come in here! Don't 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 annoy the dog! Don't annoy the dog!" And oh, I'm like, no. "Let him go. He's he's going to be in college soon." But he always comes in and he still needs that. Yes. So it evolves from I had a thing that um, ways to get your girls to talk. Yeah. Just tried and tested with me and Gianna. That's great. And the one of them, you know, the one of them is like, if they do crawl in. It's it's the evolution from the bedtime story. It changed yes. to this. So it so never good. ended when people are like, oh, I hate that bedtime story ended. Well, it didn't end. It changed. It changed. And it just hit me like a couple months ago. Where I was like, oh, it never ended. This is the way he likes to do Yes. Do, do the bedtime good night moon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Except it's good night day. Yeah. And, and then my daughter's always like, Are you going to lay in bed with me? And usually I know nine times out of ten, I'm like, no. And then I'm like, uh, okay, Nicole, get in there, get in there, get in I there. No, I have to. I, I'm like, no. I but don't sometimes like I lay down and she's like, what are we going to have for dinner tomorrow? I think we should go to the store. Should we get a manicure? And I'm like, this is not good my good night moon. <laughs> why aren't we talking? About, my kids know, like I lay with them. I'm like, so how was your day? Or yeah. Connor, he's just like my little mini me. And I think he just projects or mimics me. But he's like, how are you? Both my kids, they're so funny. They're like, they'll ask me the questions I ask them. Yeah. Um, but they want to know. Yeah. And that's what I appreciate. Oh, I but feel so guilty now. I'm going to have to go. Last night I, I told you no. I know. I do too. Like, I'm just why it's one of those things oh. like, and this is why I love talking to people. I have friends that have the older kids. Actually, Jen, who was on one of our past episodes, can't remember if she talked about it on the podcast, but I know on our mm. personal level, we talk about it a lot, which is the teenagers. Yeah. That's when they come in and they don't come in at eight o'clock at night. No. That's like 1130 no. at night. Mm -hmm. And she said, but that's when they are ready to yeah. talk. And mm -hmm. so, ugh, but I'm tired. Or if you go through the Chick-fil-A drive through Yes. You it find works every, every time. time. Thank you. You're welcome, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, let's... Um, I, I have loved this. Thank you so much. Oh, I know that it fun. it's hard to figure out how to, I mean, parenting, you know, it doesn't come with a guidebook. There's tons of books no. out there, but everything is different for every person. And I and do not have the answers. No, none of I'm us do. I'm figuring it out 
and making mistakes. Every day is a new, like I'll tell Anthony and Gianna, like you're, it's a new day for you. I've never had a child who was 13 years old, six months and two days, you know? Yeah. I don't know what this is like. I think that's the key though. It's that we don't have to have the answers, both for the Girl Link and the podcast is that we don't have to have the answers. It's just sharing our journey to find them. Or it's like you said, being vulnerable to vulnerable to say, I need help. Yes. And I don't know where to go. Yes. And that's what happened to me as I was like, I need help and I don't know where to go and I can't figure it out. I love that. Right? I yes. didn't know. I couldn't do it. My husband couldn't do it. So I went and I got help. And do you so my question that I thought was why didn't you just stick your head in the sand? And so I'm assuming the answer is because you had started therapy a few years earlier. Well, yeah, and I'm a little bit relentless. <laughs> I'm a little bit annoying. You're, I feel like a bulldog or so, something. Like, yeah, I'm a little bit relentless. I just I wanted. That, I wanted a different. I wanted it different. Yeah. I didn't want. I wanted. I wanted it different. I wanted them to know that it's okay to say I need help. I love that. So I love what you just said. I wanted it different. So many people are sitting there. I know so many of our listeners. No, I don't necessarily know this. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of people are thinking, I want it different. And what that and is. And I don't know how to do it. Exactly. And so whatever that it is, but they yeah. say, I want it different and I don't know how to do it. And so there are ways to help. There yeah. are steps you can take. So I know we're finishing up, but that's what I have the visual now is I didn't know how to help Gianna. It was last year and it was text messages. And like I said, she's no 10. She's not yeah. perfect either. She was at fault as well. Yeah. And I remember sitting on the front stoop calling Aunt Meredith and saying, I, and I remember the three of us, she was on the phone and it was Gianna and I, and I said, I don't know how to help her. Can you, can you help us? And she was like, yeah. And then that's how everything just kept helping. I'm like, oh, well, then I can go somewhere else for this kind of help. And I can yes. go to this place for this yes. kind of help. And I think normalizing for our, our kids is the whole vulnerability, the asking for help. And saying, so, I don't know. Yeah, let's go figure this out. I have no clue. That's awesome. Well, yeah. thank you, Nicole. Thank you. If people want to find you, where they can where can they find the Girl Link? At www.thegirllink.com. Um, we also have a Facebook page, The Girl Link. And on Instagram, it is the Girl Link Co. And on Twitter, it is the Girl Link. Awesome. Yeah. Well, stick Thank around. We'll, we'll do a little full flush after show. But, okay. Uh, appreciate you joining us. Thank you. And, this uh, was fun. Thank you. And that's a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by TwinMusicom.org. Song titled, Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, M&M Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard. Don't forget to check out the after show on the Full Flush bonus episode where Samantha and I continue the conversation with our guest. You can find the Full Flush episode right here on Flushing It Out every Friday.